Episode 8 But this time man We a little more raw A little less rational You know we had a hiatus You know life get in the way It is what it is But we back And we back with the trio too For today's episode What's up? Special guests We've had them on the show before Such a great episode We had to get my mans back (laughs) Go ahead introduce yourself again My brother Uh, What's up everybody Uh, Jamal Edwards here again Uh, Follow me on Twitter uh, Lamage Edwards, just my first name spelled backwards. L A M A J Edwards on Twitter. Yes, sir. And why you on Twitter? Fucking go follow the fucking Ron Rational Twitter. It's at Ron Rational, man. Shit, we've been getting hot topics, man. We've been really talking to the people, interacting. We're trying to get this shit booming. So come on, man. Come follow us. Fuck with us, man. Fuck with us. But shit, fuck it, man. Let's jump right into this shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> first topic of discussion, man. So. We know now who the person for the Super Bowl is performing. It's going to be Justin Timberlake. But there are reports that Jay-Z was going to perform and he turned it down. So He funny for that one. <laughs> what do y'all think about that, man? Let me hear, let me hear what y'all think. Uh, I think it's obvious why he turned it down. He felt in his heart he had to with everything that's politically happening in the NFL right now. You know, as far as Colin Nick and the kneeling of the national anthem and Trump calling players that kneel sons of bitches <laughs> that need to be fired. Yeah, that need to be fired. Fired. But um, Jay Z had to do this. He represents who's who's a bigger who's a bigger representative of black culture than Jay Z right now. It's a, that's a real question. I could give you a vet. No, I'm just, I don't know. I had to <laughs> I, think about yeah, it. Yeah, I'd have to think about that for. I can't really think of anybody uh, that really is. Jay-Z. Young Thug. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, but shit, I feel like you could, for like, I don't feel like Jay-Z represents the younger, the younger crowd so much. Because you see already niggas fucking like, what was his name? Lonzo Ball? Yeah. Niggas saying fucking, uh. Nas. Yeah, niggas saying Nas, trash. Nigga was saying, uh, it's an album or whatever the fuck, uh, 21. It's better than 444. Yeah, so yeah. it's like. <clears throat> I feel like he steps into the fucking... Well, he mixed, so... <laughs> he clowning. I feel, I feel like he he doesn't exactly represent the younger crowd because I feel like a lot of people think like Lonzo Ball. They're not True. fucking with the lyrics. They want to fuck with that shit that get them hype, mm-hmm. that shit that got a little vibe to it. And not saying uh, Jay-Z ain't got no vibe, but he got a more of a... Mature. Yeah, sophisticated vibe, man. Definitely. Niggas now don't always be fucking with that. Uh, I want to just ask you guys: Do you think he turned it down because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and what the NFL is going through right now? You think that's why he turned it down? No yeah. brainer. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like uh, he's like he doesn't. Okay, he's not fucking with what the NFL, the message the NFL is giving. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why the fuck would I perform there? And it's really, if you think about it, it's like. What reason does he have to perform there? He has no he reason at all to perform at a fucking Super Bowl halftime show. It's like, so I, I was watching, uh, what's it called, uh, Everyday Struggle, and they was trying to say, like, a blah, 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 big pa- platform and shit. 
I'm like, nigga, Jay-Z bigger than the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're trying to say 100 million people <coughs> watch the Super Bowl and shit. But it's like, that nigga Jay-Z, okay, he can't get 100, people, 100 million people in one stadium because nigga ain't no fucking stadium going to feel, feel yeah. that. But I feel like if Jay-Z, okay, he had a fucking televised show and it was fucking in Europe or something, he would get hella motherfucking views. Jay-Z could sell out whatever stadium they're hosting Super Bowl 51 at. Right. It's in fucking Minnesota, bro. Yeah, so he... So it's like he ain't got no fucking... I think that's a good move because Jay-Z does not need that right now. Jay-Z's not... Jay-Z doesn't need any more exposure as an artist. He's reached a level where few reach in the music business and mm-hmm. um, he doesn't need no fucking halftime show. He ain't a halftime act. <laughs> No disrespect to any act, because that's a big, big, that's a big thing to have on your resume. Super Bowl, right? Halftime, but Jay Z don't need that shit, right? And also, but I, I do feel like, oh shit, if the check was big enough, he do it. He'd have, he'd have done it. So they, shit. and I heard reports that they don't really be cashing out, cashing out like that for the Super Bowl. So he's like, okay, you niggas not paying me, and y'all got some bullshit, right? Going and y'all on right some now. bullshit, so fuck it. But that leads me to say. They got uh, Justin Timberlake fucking performing. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck they got this nigga back on? Did, wasn't he the nigga that fucking pulled fucking Janet Jackson oh, yeah. titty out, my nigga? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and didn't receive shit for her when he was the one that did Right, mm-hmm. bro. She was the one that got all the fucking hate and shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, he was the one that he ripped her titty out, bro. He ripped her goddamn titty out, bro. <laughs> And he was just every, <laughs> He had no repercussions bro Everybody was mad at her so, Yeah that, That's a different topic We'll say that for yeah, another bro, that's, day That's the name of the game Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing really quick About this though Is um, It absolutely Has The primary reason Is because of How Colin Kaepernick Has been mm-hmm. uh, Treated by the NFL Cause I mean Even if you Check If you listen Really listen to 444 Obviously, it's his most introspective <laughs> album, mm-hmm. but he also touches on racial topics all throughout it. Definitely. I mean, he taught like obviously the story of OJ. Yeah, right. about, like, he ever has. Yeah, right. like no matter no matter what you do, I mean, he's going you still you still a nigga. So, and even like in the song Moonlight, a lot, a lot of people don't really understand this. Obviously, the people that listen to the song really do. Mm-hmm. Is we stuck in La La Land, Man. and the song title is Moonlight and La La Land. Even even though Moonlight was really the Oscar winner, they called out La La Land because that's that was really kind of the antithesis with it all. Is you have this movie Hold that's on. primarily black. That movie was gay as hell, wasn't it? <laughs> but that a movie. movie that was primarily black. <laughs> got overshadowed by a movie that was primarily white mm-hmm. even though the black movie is the one that won there that should have never happened just never. like if there if the it vote doesn't happen. exactly it it, <laughs> it would only happen to black people because those are the ones who get overshadowed and those are the ones who get uh, quite honestly get shitted on more times than any other Y'all race. seen that movie? <sighs> yeah, I seen Moonlight. Yeah. I ain't seen that gay ass shit. But my <laughs> funny story, man. My mom, so she went and saw that shit, bruh. Mm-hmm. And she was like, <laughs> she said she was confused when, <laughs> when she the didn't gay, know what when was the gay, up. Yeah, when the gay shit start happening because yeah. she said they need to do better previews. It's like because <laughs> she said she didn't know none of that shit was about to be in that movie. Real shit. Somebody told me like they was like, man, this movie. <clears throat> they were telling me like that movie was not how it was advertised and I was like well shit I want to see it it's getting fucking nominated for all kinds of shit all black cast like damn is this a gangster movie in Miami Florida getting mm-hmm. casted 
I seen it. I said, "Oh, I see now. Okay, I understand the game." <laughs> nigga, so that, that's why that motherfucking movie won, nigga. Ah, uh, see, you can't say that. See, you uh, can't do all man. that. That's why that movie won, man. We, nah, they say the homosexuals run the world, oh, nigga. Shit. Behind the on. scenes. Uh, 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 we can't talk. We can't talk. None <laughs> of that shit, there, bro. Uh, what you uh, say? Yeah, you talking we, about Jay Z and who? Yeah, we gonna we gonna get real raw and rational. <laughs> so said, nigga. That's why that motherfucking movie won. But yeah. moving on, next topic. And this is a topic that your mom really has a lot to say about. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we initially started as going to be as the NFL draft flaw, and we'll touch on that. But it just uh, generalize it are any drafts, NBA, NFL, not so much MLB <laughs> and shit, because they say those are one of the better draft formats. Really just because you got to go through levels in them type of drafts. Right. But they're you saying... Prove yourself. Is the... NFL and the NBA draft flaw. Jamal, I know. please take us home. Right. Go ahead. Start it off for us, Jamal. What do you think, man? Well, to start this off, let's just in the United States, we are a capitalist country. We are all for um, it's doggy dog world. Everybody has to, in order to get higher up in the economical like hierarchy of America, you have to come up with new things. You have to be innovative. You have to be different. You always have to be coming up with the next best thing. So with everything that we teach in the United States, why in the world would we have a draft that is just the best players go to the worst teams? To me, it is rewarding bad ownership, bad team structure. It rewards mediocrity. And I think we would, like, we would be much better suited to not have any drafts at all for the NBA, NFL, any of that. Just because, like, we always talk about the best players not wanting to go or and be drafted by the worst teams, or they want to go to the worst team so they can actually shine and have their own team and stuff. But all of that stuff would be figured out no matter what if every rookie was just a free agent. And that's how you can really see how a team is run because... But then the team with the most money, then they're going to be able to get all the motherfuckers. Now, you would say that, but if a, if all the rookies are free agents and teams with the most money would want the best rookies, then they would also have to sacrifice giving money to their best veterans. But then, okay, then that leads to say then they would have to fucking bump up the motherfucking cap. Hmm? No, they wouldn't. I feel like they would because how okay so if these niggas gonna be coming out and they gonna be demanding they gonna be demanding hella big contracts if they a free agent they gonna be demanding I won't say as much money as fucking Russell Westbrook and them but they gonna be demanding more than the rookie contracts would be cause like okay second rounders say this nigga would get drafted in the second round normally or he would go undrafted then his contract is going to be lower. But if he's a free agent, he could demand whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, but he can't. He can demand anything he wants, but we don't have any film. He hasn't played in the league yet, so a team is going to have to bite that bullet if they're going to. They're going to have to pay for that regardless. But I mean, if he doesn't turn out like. But that. you have to think. Okay, if you if you taking away the draft, the whole rules change then. As far as what he could demand, whatever the fuck he want. But okay, but well, I have to can, pay it at the yeah. end of the day. Exactly, but I'm saying, but why wouldn't they pay it? Because there's no... Why would I? No, he's a rookie. There's, there's no other alternative. But he's a rookie. He's there's not no other nothing. alternative for him. Exactly. We already, we already have no veterans. There's no other alternative for them either. If they want him, if they think he's cold, 
they got to pay what they got to pay. Say they okay, so they get sign who they was went for the fucking first round pick, and then they second round pick. They want him too. He got a he gets what he wants, or he or he can fucking go elsewhere. He gonna like or I can get a real free agent that's already played in the league before. But I'm saying, but I don't feel like it work. It will work like that because they gonna want. They gonna want this nigga being drafted. Like though. they gonna want the potential. Like I, I just feel like. So you think a nigga would have cashed his ass out for Lonzo Ball? Yes. Well, what if Lonzo doesn't turn out that good? I bet nobody's cashing out on no rookie no more. Shit, who knows? But I'm saying that that don't. Cause then like motherfuckers like Anthony Bennett. You know what I'm saying? They nigga draft. They drafted that boo boo nigga number one overall. So okay, say this nigga fucking demands hella money. He gets the money. And then what? So then they next motherfucker, you saying this nigga trash, so he's not going to be able to demand, but they thought he was good. So what's to say that this nigga that you perceive as trash isn't going to be good? It's so he, he had confidence in himself. I feel like he could demand whatever the fuck he wants. And then somebody going to pay it. Well, that's... <laughs> kudos well, I mean, to whoever pays exactly. it. Exactly. So the, thing, the main thing about this is you have... You have to do your homework and you have yep. to understand your value. Cause understand, like, not many players in like the history of the NBA have like done their own contracts as players. Like everybody has an agent, and obviously agents probably won't be telling a rookie they're worth thirty million dollars right. straight out of college, <laughs> or if they even go to college. But I mean, we'll, I feel like, we'll get to that later. But I feel like that's because you going off like the mindset of now that there's a draft and that there's fucking tears to this shit but then when you make everybody a free agent there ain't no tears there ain't no he's a second rounder no he's just a free agent well yeah he's a free agent but he's also an 18 year old free agent right. so there's never played in so the there's a tier of he's never played against Kevin Durant and nigga, LeBron James fucking, before my fucking Lonzo Ball ain't never played against them niggas and he would've cashed out that's what I'm saying I feel like a lot of these like okay so but who's willing to pay more money for him Golden State or the Lakers shit who knows <laughs> the team with more money, which would have been the Lakers. And that's, so, and that's all, my point. And that so the, it all the team with the most up, money is going to be getting the best players. But they at the same time they're not paying great players. That's why they got. And that's money. the thing about like the only thing that a draft does it it, it essentially si- assigns players to teams. The the things that we're talking about would, work, really, would, they still would got... work out either way. Like like we just said, would Golden State really pay money for Lonzo Ball? No, because they didn't have any money. I mean, so this is what I'm saying. They would if the motherfucking Golden State Warriors had a shot, nigga, to draft somebody better than fucking Boo Boo. What's his name? Jordan Bell, nigga. They would have motherfucking drafted somebody better than that nigga. But so, they gotta have the money to do it. But I'm saying they would have had the money. But like I'm saying, that's why they I said the shit. The, the shit would have to change, bro. Like it would have to change because you can't say like that's why it ha- hasn't had to change because like you can only pay these second rounders so much. Like they have a cap. A team can yes. only pay anybody so much, though. No, not true, because they can go yes. over this the cap. This ain't the MLB. You, they can go over here's, the cap here's and a, not give a shit. Here's the thing about <laughs> this. You can't go over the cap to sign somebody unless you have their bird rights. And bird rights, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm saying, but how do, is a free agent, gonna have, how do you go have bird rights to a free agent? I mean, You like, can't, uh, and that's why you wouldn't be able to sign them if you didn't have enough money. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess I, like, I just, but I'm saying, but like, I feel like if that happens, if everybody's a free agent, then shit's gonna have to change. Like you're gonna, it's gonna have to be more money to be lent out because Not at if all. every, if all these, because if all these niggas, if okay, so how many people get drafted each year? 
Um, there are 30 teams in the NBA. So like 60. So like 60 niggas get drafted a year. That's crazy. That and then, shit. like, some of these niggas, like, so they end up being second rounders, bro. They end up being cold. Like, Draymond Green, wasn't he driving in the second round? Yeah. So who's the fuck can say that Draymond Green wouldn't have been like, hell nah, nigga. I need my fucking check, bro. Well, I, I get that, <laughs> but at the same time, you still haven't really proven anything in the sense of you haven't played an NBA game. They right. don't have to pay you that They much. don't have to pay. So, That's the thing. so, okay, so you're saying, so then you're saying that the first rounders are going to make less. Because no. they haven't proved really, shit either. Really, what we're saying is. Not at all. <laughs> The a talent, team the with the money is going to spend out. the money. That's what I'm saying. But who's to say that these niggas that are drafted in the second round, that other motherfuckers don't think they have talent? That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it's all just speculation. No, I I get betting on yourself. You which you should all you should always bet on yourself. But just understand that you're taking that risk. That if you are are a second rounder and going up to the Golden State Warriors and saying, "Hey, I actually think I'm worth more than Clay Thompson." Right. Then, I mean, then they're, they're probably so going to show you and the that's door. Where, and that's where the disconnect is because I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they're going to be fucking demanding more money than they would get as a second rounder contract. They will be demanding more money, but you got to pay them that money. And they're going to exactly. pay the money because everybody because everybody else Man. is going to be demanding that much money. But you can't though. Because that to. because that rookie free agent. And that's what I'm saying. You're saying period. you can't. You're saying you can't. <laughs> but, but they would have to because like you're exactly. You're saying they can't do that because they wouldn't. Ha- they, would, <laughs> they wouldn't have the money. But then that means that like everybody wouldn't be able to cancel. There'd just be thirty niggas that didn't get drafted because they didn't have the money. Because you can't. Now they would have to change the rules. You don't have to change the rules about this, though. Like, and, because <laughs> even when you draft somebody... So you just say it changed one rule, nigga. We're just it, changing one rule, no draft. And the money, everything else stay the same, no draft. I, it don't work like that. You gotta but the, the rookie rules. contracts go in the cap room space, do they not? So either way, that amount of money that they have is going to be allotted there no matter what. So either the rookie can say, all right, I think I'm worth $20 million, but your team only has 10 since the rookie free agent period would be after the... Um, free agent period for like um all the ufas from from the nba like that money has already been dispersed to all the teams that have already signed players and then then that will also affect the other like you're talking about the veteran free agents that would affect them because they're going to be demanding more money too if they're like okay they can demand all they want though that's but (laughs) but i'm (laughs) saying nigga you can you right you can demand all you want but niggas a demand is going to get fucking met bro not not a cash out there's not going to be helly so you're this is what you're telling me you're telling me just because niggas is demanding more money all these niggas is going to be jobless no somebody gonna get their goddamn demand yeah from from a butt team that's got money so it's just like the draft a bullshit ass team's gonna spend the money yeah exactly you just said it's the same goddamn <laughs> but if, but all, if, if I'm lost, bro. If but it doesn't award. You don't get awarded for losing. Now that's the thing. That's what we're taking out of the equation. Like when you when all the rookies are free agents, you have to convince them to sign with your team. You don't just get to say, "All right, I thank God I won the lottery. I have the first overall pick. So come here, Markel Fultz." But see, and now you have to and convince and him that your team is the and that's, destination and that's where for it get, him. And that's where it gets messy too. <laughs> That's what, that's what gets messy too. So how the fuck is these other teams gonna fucking convince these fucking stars to come to their squad? Well, that's why they have the, the draft. Because the Warriors ain't paying you that much. We're yeah, paying you say, more money. Yeah. So see, so then that takes away the whole thing of convincing. That's just like the draft. It's just the team with the money. So I feel like it's the same thing regardless. If 
if these niggas can't fucking no. demand what they want and they just have to, the other team has to convince them and then they end up don't have to convince them, well, we just have more money. That's the same thing as the draft, basically. You going to the sad team for more money or you going to the sad team because we tell you to. Either way, you going to the sad team. So it's the same thing. Maybe not because <laughs> not. I mean, All these goddamn maybes. <laughs> <laughs> You can go to the Warriors. Lonzo can go to the Warriors if he want to take that cut. Exactly. And he's probably not going to want to do that exactly. anyway since there's already a superstar point guard there. Exactly. It's some bullshit, y'all. <laughs> it's something to think about, though. Think about that. What Fuck if they got that. rid of the draft and just turned it into... Turned it? Just turned it into free agency. I, I think that's something to really think about. Think about that, y'all. I think that real. shit whack. And or tweet everybody. us at Raw Rational. Let us know what y'all think about that concept. Everybody should be in charge of going where they want to go. Now we okay. We talked about that in the NBA. So what about with the NFL? <laughs> Same thing. Why is it the only thing that changes is there's a hard cap in the NFL, not in the NBA? Which I mean, if we're really talking, and that's about, where the shit gets fucked up. That's what, I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The rules will have to change. Like you can't just change one rule and everything stay the same. Like if it's that, if it's gonna make that big of an impact. Okay, I see how you could just change. Like a, the draft format, but you taking the whole motherfucking draft out, some shit gonna have to change, bro. I and like that that might well be true, but the NBA can't just change the salary cap because the salary cap is based on how you do as shit, far as nigga, as far as TV if ratings. They can change you, it where they can I'm, just take out the whole goddamn draft. Who's the fucking say? Who's the, the fucking say they can't change the money? Because we're tra- we're changing the draft structure, not the economy. Hell no. Nah. Huh? Nah, because they, the, the, I'm saying, but they have the money. These, <laughs> they have the money. These fucking <laughs> these motherfuckers are worth billions of dollars, nigga. They got the money. They just can't use the money. I think it'd be the same. Actually, thinking about it over here, you think no, sir? They got chance. It's gonna have to blow, if they gonna blow that up. They blowing up a lot of shit. Yeah, if they, exactly. But like, that's too. The draft is too much of a fucking. Uh, too, has too much of an impact for if you take that whole motherfucker out for all the rules to just stay the same. What just, What is the draft good for? <laughs> what do you mean? It's for it's helping the sad team. That's why I like I. This is what my argument is. You talking about the draft is bad because they the sad teams just fucking get, get their good player. Get but rewarded that's the whole, for being bad. But nigga, you're saying getting rewarded like these niggas is trying to be sucky. Like some motherfuckers try to be sucky, but for the most part, niggas don't try nah, to be I sucky. I got an argument with that. But just based off the teams that have won a championship since I've been alive, some franchises... <laughs> Some franchises have basketball minds and passion. Like the Colts, nigga, they lucked out with luck. Oh, I feel you. Like but, the uh, Colts lucked out with luck. So, because oh, we were okay. sad. So, what happened? Okay, so, we don't get luck because, like, we was legitimately trash, bruh. Yeah. And we should have fucking got a better player because we was trash. And we did, and we got better. Like, that's an example of how the draft could fucking help. Like, it fucking helped a team that was fucking 2-10. and ten. Why were they 2-10? Why were they 2-10? Because they was trash. Why were they trash? Poor management. Because they had poor management. So, again, we're rewarding mediocrity. You've said it before. Grigson almost ruined the franchise. I ain't say that. Yes, you have. I I ain't said I ain't never said Ryan Grigson's name. Don't don't tell that lie on me. Oh, shit. I I just think it's rewarding mediocrity. Like, bad teams become bad because it starts from the top down. And I feel like, I don't feel like it's rewarding mediocrity. It's trying to help them. It's trying to help them get better. They're trying to make it fair so that it's not every year the same motherfucking teams going to fucking the championship. Because, okay, so 
the Patriots, they can get whoever they want. Everybody going to want a motherfucking go to Patriots, and that's not fair. Are they or is, they want to get paid? Is the best quarterback in the NCAA going to want to go to the Patriots? Right. He's got, Tom, he's got Tom Brady but Okay, you're talking about the, okay, motherfucking, the best motherfucking well, Lonzo go quarterback to might, nigga, but the best motherfucking wide receiver might. He's like, shit, I'm trying to catch that motherfucking rock from Tom Brady. Yes, thank you. Sign me up. <laughs> 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 like, nigga, the best motherfucking defensive tackle. Yeah, the fucking uh, defensive tackles on the Patriots are trash. Yes, sign me up so we can win fucking Super Bowl my fucking rookie so year. why is that a bad thing for that team? Because, nigga, I'm saying it's going to make, it makes it so that the same fucking teams that are going to the fucking Playoffs and Super Bowl. That's why they have the draft because they want other teams. Like eventually, <laughs> under that, under your mindset, then these niggas would eventually like they would go bankrupt. These other teams, <laughs> these other teams will fucking end up being trash, bro, because they can't get nobody. Like fuck, nigga, who gonna fucking go to the fucking Colts, bro, right now, bro? Like ain't nobody from the fucking side with us, bro. If, if we got why? the money, because we trash. Nobody want to be on and no trash why? team. We're going in circles now. Why are you trash? Because the management's trash. But I'm saying fucking taking out the draft ain't gonna make the management better. Exactly. So it'll make the management work harder at being better. No sir, but they just trash, <laughs> bro. Like that's the thing. Like they just need to fire niggas and hire better people. But it don't work like that. Niggas just don't fire motherfuckers when they should fire them. And that's, a, nigg- that's also a problem with bad management. An owner not taking, not holding people accountable. But now it's like because niggas is human, bro. Like niggas just don't fucking like. Sometimes niggas fire him, but like, bro, you just can't fire a nigga because he had one bad year. It's not about one bad year. I mean, if we're talking about the Colts, but that's that's the thing. Like, so they had one bad year, and you talking about that they shouldn't be able to fucking get better through the draft. I feel like that's crazy. But if they were good before, do you not think a rookie would have had that in mind and be like, okay, Hell nah, okay he, this team has promise. Maybe like, I should go here. Sad. Hell no, nah, that's not how young niggas think, bro. <laughs> but if, if it was only one year, you're sure, that, you're sure they won't think that way? But it's more you than sure one year. you sure Andrew Luck wouldn't have seen the Colts and, Hell seen, nah, and, seen, and seen Peyton Manning leave and Hell be like, hey, nah. this team needs a good quarterback. They just went Hell to the nah. Super Bowl a couple years ago. Right. They need a quarterback right. now. Maybe I should go there. No, right. sir, because we didn't have nobody and we still ain't got nobody. Hell no, nah. we because just uh, we just don't have to agree to disagree because I don't feel like that shit will work. Man. Yeah, but like I said, hit us up on Twitter and tell us what y'all think about that concept of getting rid of the draft, man. At Ron Rational on Twitter, you dig? Right on, man. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Moving on, next topic, man. Is uh, is marriage overrated? We're gonna start from the right side of the room and come to the left. So that starts with me. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> I got to I'm always fucking neutral on these motherfuckers. So I got I got reasons to say yes and I got reasons to say no. Bitch, pick one. No, just- <laughs> <laughs> so I say it is overrated because you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of motherfuckers they be rushing into marriage. Definitely, bro. Especially now cuz motherfuckers think people man, let me let you talk until it comes. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people <laughs> rush into marriage and like, okay, so the probability of a man's I don't I don't know how these fucking uh, percentages are different. He got the but, numbers. Right. The probability of a man's first marriage in a divorce is 30%, and the probability of, probability of a woman's first marriage is 32%. Ooh, so what's that say about women? So it's like your marriage has a <laughs> your marriage has a 30% chance of fucking... Failing. Failing. And a woman's marriage has a 32% chance. Like, it's, I don't get how those fucking percentages are different, nigga, because you marry a woman... You know, right, but, like, what the fuck? Right. Where did that come? Yeah. What the fuck is that? So I, don't, I don't get how those are different. Niggas is talking. Right, but... And I always also say, because, like, 
a lot of people marry for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, a lot of people marry because they want to fucking m- want the money. I'm marry- they want to marry the money. Mm-hmm. They want to get the benefits. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they marry. And I feel like that's what fucks up marriages because people not really get married for the right reason. Right. Then I get married for the love, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. But I also feel like it's not overrated because just because those numbers, you don't marry somebody based off numbers. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people... Exactly. Okay, so say like I said, a lot of people they don't they rush into it, but at the at the point in time they feel like okay, I want to get married. They feel like they care about this person. They, I feel like most people probably think they marriage is gonna last, nigga. They gonna get married, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not thinking off that. Okay, and just because I said 30 percent of marriages ended, that means seventy percent of first marriages last. Mm-hmm. That's a big boy right, number, seventy percent. So I mean, there's always gonna be some. Failures, you know what I'm saying? Some marriages that fail. Lower. That's a low number. That's lower than I thought it would be. I really would have guessed 45, 50. (laughs) Right. They said it. Seriously. They said the numbers have went down. They used to be like around like 38. That's still low though. (laughs) Right. But and then also the same time, shit. Like I want you want the kids, bro, to have a healthy family. You want them to have mom and dad for sure. And like we've had this conversation before t bird mm-hmm. like a lot of people we know you know what i'm saying they didn't have a mom and dad in the household like yes us three in here bro we blessed bro for real. very blessed, I don't blessed. Take it we had at we all, had both bro. our mom and dad in the house like a lot of people don't have that i can tell that when households that didn't have both i can tell just by little things i'm mm. like damn you need both it takes both to create them it's gonna take both to raise them ding <laughs> <laughs> 100 but Man, that's crazy. Jamal, what you think? You think it's overrated or? I, I mean, I I got the same take. Like people, I feel like a lot of people get married for the absolute wrong reasons. Um, me coming from Hanover, there's always like the joke, and I know Don, you probably heard this before, just because you was there. Um, like if you go to Hanover, you're gonna come out married <laughs> because most <laughs> a lot people, of them motherfuckers did get married. That exactly, fried, bro. But on the other on the other hand, like I've seen a lot of couples like come out of Hanover engaged, and then you look on Instagram and they at somebody else's wedding with another chick. Who? 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 We're not gonna talk about that, but like it's it's just it like a lot of people end up. <coughs> Being with somebody or getting engaged or trying to marry somebody just because they're afraid to be alone. No, man. And that's a completely other topic because, like, everybody should be able to be comfortable with themselves alone. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to be a boyfriend or be a girlfriend or be with somebody to feel like you are worth it or be worth something. You are worth it alone. You don't need another person. To make you feel like you are good or like you're secure within yourself. I feel like that, and like I know males feel like that, but I feel like that's a lot of females. Like a lot of females, they feel like they just have to have a boyfriend. They feel Mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? I feel none of those males that feel like, but I feel like that's uh, more of a thing for females. They want to feel like, oh, I gotta have a boyfriend. I need the attention, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that shit crazy, man. What do you think, T Bird? Man, really, <clears throat> I'm on the same with y'all. Uh, I just feel like people get married for the wrong reasons and they rush it because some people set marriage as a goal. I don't think, I mean, you either want to get married or you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't set marriage as a goal based on your age. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm this old age. I need to get married. You get married when you're ready to get right. married. You don't get married because you're young or you don't get married because you finally got a job that allow you to do this or that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's overrated because... <laughs> It, 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 I just feel like now on the age we're in, it's just so it's it's a financial decision more than it's a decision on love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you yeah. love somebody, you love somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got to marry him. Yeah, but I mean, if you're marrying somebody because you love them, that's beautiful. That's great. You know what I'm saying? My parents been married for 26 years, man. This shit look dope. Right. But that shit ain't out here right now. We dealing with different things, man. We dealing with baby Cardi B's out here. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Young, and, young Tatiana. And people putting money over love in this in the way the world's going. So it's just a financial decision. So it's like, man, what you got to get married for? You know what I'm saying? But if it's true love, man, get you, walk your ass down that motherfucking <laughs> Absolutely. And to add on that, like. I get this question all the time just because people have seen me and my girlfriend together for right, Jamal, several let years. Let them know your situation, nigga. So, like, I've, I've had a girlfriend for several years. and When y'all get married? <laughs> and I get that question all the time. Hey, Jamal, when, when are y'all getting married or anything like that? And I, 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 we both have career goals and we both... Are like, individuals. It, we're both individuals. Like, we are two people that not only have found individual happiness, but... Not only do we also make each other happy, we have other things that we want to do. Like we love each other, yes, but and we also twenty four exactly. Like we're twenty twenty two, twenty four years old, and we want to see the world, and we want to travel, and want we got a lot more things to do than to have a family and to get married and right. have kids and all that. Like there's a lot of time for that, right? You know? And like, granted, life is short, but if life is short, I want to definitely live it up while I can, and. Um, not and not only that, marriage and a wedding is extremely expensive. Right, right. And I and like me myself being as prideful as I am, I don't want to have my parents help me out with my right. wedding. And, 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 I don't want to have my in laws help me out for a wedding. I just want to be able to love the person that I love. I don't need to be their husband, or they don't need to be right. my wife for us to understand the love that That's we have because right. it's understood that it's going to happen. It doesn't have to be immediately. So why we got to do it right now? Exactly. We not, right. I'm not going nowhere. And a, lot exactly. of, a lot of people, they don't understand, like, the whole commitment and everything behind the marriage. Like, it's just like a, it's like an idea to them. Exactly. Yeah. But they don't understand the full idea. Like, it's like... It take work. Like it's, like, it's a lot of shit that goes with a marriage. Like, it ain't just... We get married and then everything's the same. Like nigga, it's just supposed to change. Like you gotta, like bro, you gotta be more serious. You're not just taking care of yourself at exactly. that point. You're not take care of yourself. You got you got a, a wife to think about, bro. It's not your girlfriend no more. Every decision you make is based off another person. Right, now. exactly. And that's what a lot of people they don't understand. So they're going into a marriage and thinking it's just like I had a girlfriend. Nah, it's supposed to be different, bro. Yeah, bonded now, nigga. Right. One. So. <laughs> And even then, like, you see these people that get married right out of college. So, usually when you get out of college, you're 22, 23 years old. By the time you're 44, 45, your wife probably isn't even hit menopause yet. <laughs> you've already been with that person double the years what that. What the fuck? Right, that's like, what I be saying, You've been too, with that bro. person double the years that you were when you married them. That's a very not only is that a very long time and granted it's a very long time. Like being with somebody is fantastic. I love my girlfriend. Greatest thing that ever happened to me, but like that is a very long time. A <laughs> very long time. So you gotta make sure that shit right. And not to say, okay, oh well, these niggas they don't uh 
fuck with their girls like that. Nah, bro, it ain't like you know what I'm saying. It ain't that. <laughs> very, mu- very much fuck with my girl. Right, like exactly. That. I'm very much fuck with my girl too. But it's just like, nigga, I know I'm not at the spot, bro, where I need to be married. I know mm-hmm. I'm not at the mindset where I need to be married. Like if, <laughs> and like having that goes into having kids and shit too. I'm not definitely not at the spot where I need to be having kids. You know what I'm saying? So like, like this goes another thing you're talking about. You want to be able. Uh, support your fan Blah blah oh, blah yeah. It's like that too I want to be able To support my wife I want to be able To support my kids I don't want to have To ask for help I don't want to be Struggling either Yeah And that's where I get Like a lot of these Motherfuckers They get married Have kids and whatever And they over here Struggling I ain't trying to be <laughs> Struggling bruh mm-hmm. I'm trying to wait Till I get to a point Where I'm not Going to be struggling And then we go ahead And do that Cause again Like we said earlier you're not going nowhere. Right. So It is what it is. We going to be here. It ain't overrated. I asked my dad about that today. I asked him if marriage was overrated. I asked a nigga that... <laughs> I cut nigga. I asked that man <laughs> that's been married for 26 years, you know what I'm saying, if it's overrated. No, hell no, it ain't overrated. You, you going to know. I'm like, yeah, shut your ass. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I can't speak on marriage too much, man. That's so far out of my... I'm not thinking about getting married. So, of course, right now, I'm a late source the more. It's a little overrated. But I'll probably kick myself when I fall in love. Right? You don't got to be married to be with somebody for a long time. Like, that, and then that, that marriage, that put shit, nigga, that, that just add extra shit, man. You got to be ready for that shit. That is a big boy commitment. That's right. one of the biggest steps you could take in life. Right. Make sure it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> man. The right one. The right one. <laughs> All right, so shit, man. Next fucking yeah, topic. Yeah, what's the next man. fucking topic, nigga? And this is okay. I started this shit off on uh, <laughs> on my podcast. You know, <laughs> let's get it, nigga. I started this shit off on uh, Donnie Ray's No Filter. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, check that out, please. That shit a little more raw than what we got going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The unpopular black thoughts. Oh god. <laughs> now this one's for me. Cause y'all got them unpopular black thoughts, bro. I be, <laughs> I be thinking shit other niggas, man. Other niggas. <laughs> They'd be like, this nigga on some shit. <laughs> but you right, I'm on some shit. And I'm on some shit. And my fucking unpopular black thought is you motherfucking females oh. need to stop with that motherfucking weave, nigga. What the fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> These bitches be wearing weave, bro. Oh, <laughs> Y'all wearing weave, bro. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what weave is, bro. That's fucking fake hair, dude. So you nothing on weave. I'm nothing on the weave. Like, come on, man. We can clearly tell this shit is fake. I can clearly look at you and know that it's not your goddamn hair. That is not your hair, baby girl. I know it. You so know it. We I'm know put it. Myself in a woman's shoes. We should have had a woman. At- Talk about this. We, that's something we need to do. We need to get a female on here. We haven't had a female on here. We haven't. We love women, so I don't know what's up with that. I don't think we on some shit, baby girl. I, I definitely ain't on no gay shit. No, I ain't talking like that. I'm talking like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like you know, they hate women. I swear to God, nah. <laughs> I want to know who the ladies are buying weed for. Are you buying it for me? Are you buying it? Are you to impress other women? Because I'm gonna be hundred. I, I don't care about weed. They doing it to impress other women. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You the ball head. You the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bitch, if I like it, like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. That's what, and that's the thing. Like they okay. So the women that are getting weave, they trying to get with these uh, niggas that are material and shit that ain't really fucking with them for them. You trying to uh, attract the nigga that fuck with you because your hair. So no, I would just ask any lady getting weave before you get it, who you trying to look good for? 
Answer that question. And, and if it's a motherfucker you really care about, girl, get that Brazilian. <laughs> get it. <laughs> man, I, if you I, try to impress these other bitches, man, fuck them, man. Like, boss up on the other way. You can be a boss-ass, bald-head bitch. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I feel like they... And then, like, some of the women, they be trying to flex, bruh. Like, the hair is theirs. Like, they try to flex. <laughs> they try to flex, bruh. Like, this fucking weave, it, that's not yeah, your she hair. she bought it. It's mine. I bought it. That's not, that's not your hair. And then, like, I feel like... So, okay, so you spend, like, bro, weave is expensive. Hello. So it's like, spend this money, okay, if you ashamed of your real hair, oh, shit. <laughs> spend that money to fucking improve your real hair. <laughs> like, they got fucking products. Yeah, look at Tiger. He went back to ball to braids. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking buy the shit that can fucking improve your own hair. It might take a little while longer, but it's going to be, <laughs> it'll be worth it. Like I'm saying, like I, like silly. my hair didn't used to fucking grow, nigga. Who had ever fucking thought I had dreads, bro? Yeah, cause this shit was stuck, right, bro? I used to have a mini fro, like it would stop, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the mini fro would stop, bro. Said, all right, that's enough, <laughs> right? So it's like, nigga, who ever thought I would have hair this long? So you can fucking get the hair. You so just yeah. gotta fucking be patient. Like my hair don't grow it's as long as <laughs> my hair don't grow as fast as other niggas, but it's cool. My shit's still gonna grow. Be patient, man. And I feel like these bitches ain't being patient, man. These, oh, shit. these, these females or whatever, man. I, I call you a bitch, man. I ain't calling you a bitch, man. That's just how I talk, man. Don't get offended, man. But I feel like these females, man, they not fucking... They not thinking, man. They just... I would just say, ladies, if you buying a weave, just... If you buying it for yourself, oh, that's great, baby girl. If you buying it for your man, that's good too. But if you trying to impress other women, <laughs> fuck that. like you don't need it if you, that's the motive. Hey, I'm gonna shit on them with this, girl. Okay, right. And these females with the fucking weave too. You need to stop hating on the chicks with natural hair. They be hating, <laughs> bruh. They be salty, bruh. They be envious and jealousy, man. That ain't a, that ain't a good trait. That's damn near uh, one of the fucking... Seven deadly sins, ain't Yeah, it? man. Envy. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We don't need to be on that, man. Come on. You better than that. I just would say what you're doing it for. But if it makes you happy, do it. Happiness starts from within. <laughs> so, I mean, if it make you happy. But I ain't got no problem with weed. Weed don't really bother me, man. And I, and I, but I feel like it's deeper than that. Okay, if it makes you said it's deeper than weed. I feel like no, like if <laughs> if it makes you happy, why does it make you happy? Why doesn't your natural shit make you happy? It's because you feel like your natural shit ain't good enough. No, but who made her think that? Another episode, maybe episode nine. <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying. Like you should need to be confident. Be confident in yourself, man. You don't gotta have long hair. A nigga would still like you, man. You got that. Just means you gonna have to. That might just mean you had to fucking show a nigga your personality on point. <laughs> Instead of trying to look the fucking code and everything, show a nigga you got personality. That's just my two cents on it. But the next fucking segment is my nigga Nicky G, man. He got his little financial segment, so I'm gonna go ahead and let him talk. What is up? I'm back again, man. It's Nikki G here with Donnie Ray on the Ron Rational, the No Fucking Filter podcast. 
we back and I'm here again to talk to you today about your personal financial finesses you know what I mean how to get your money up your wealth you know what I mean I got four key topics for you today I'm gonna go right into it man we're gonna go over the different order types that we use on the Robinhood app that's what I use to trade we're gonna discuss resistances and supports we're also gonna go into the different styles of trading okay and we're also gonna go over those all-star picks that I gave you guys last week if you were tuning in and if you're not you're gonna get a little sneak peek and what Nikki G's thinking about them so order types on Robinhood there's four of them that you can choose from and we're gonna go through them each and I'm gonna see if I can better explain them to you if you download the app that's awesome I'm glad you're getting started if you're just trying to kick it soak up some knowledge before you get in that's totally fine too so really what a market order is um, that's an order that's submitted at the price point that the market is currently trading at so if, if the stock is trading at 52.50 and you put it a market order it's it's going to go in for 52.50 unless it changes within the amount of time it takes to process that order. Does that make sense? So due to trafficking connectivity, um, this is the most risky way to place an order, in my opinion. You know, because Robinhood, because it is a, a free app, the trades tend to take a little bit longer to process. And within that small window of time, the price action could change dramatically. And if I'm going to buy a stock, I'm going to buy it for the price that I really want it for and that I see on the screen. Not to 10 cents difference because that's going to make a difference in the long run if you're paying for multiple shares at a time. Does that make sense? The next order type that Robinhood offers is a limit buy or a limit sell. So a limit buy expresses the maximum amount of money that you're willing to pay or receive for a share of a stock. So an example would be the current price of a share is let's say $42. If it has a downtrend, so you're waiting for it to go to let's say $41.50, but don't have the time or patience to kind of sit around or wait or watch you know what i mean and i got i'm a busy man uh i put the limit buy-in and if um if the amount reaches that 4150 the limit trade will be pushed through and now i'm part owner of that company i own that share so every single day, I don't ever put in market trades. I always do limit trades because it guarantees you that price. It guarantees you the price that you put in. That way, you don't miss on out on that few cents or maybe a few dollars on that trade. So those are the two order types that I use the most. Now, we're going to go to the two that I kind of am shaky on. Um, the first is the stop loss, and a stop loss does exactly that. Well, it's supposed to. Uh a stop loss is a price below market value that converts your order to a market order. So let's say, for example, Snapchat is hitting a resistance at $15, but you had already bought in for $14 before that. But now it's starting to rapidly descend, like go down, if you didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I'm stoned. But I put in a stop loss at $14.50, and if the market price touches that number, it's going to activate a market sell or a market buy. And it's going to execute the action of that order. So instead of going below $14 and you actually losing money, it'll save you and actually make you 50 cents in that case, in that example. It's almost like a safety net, and that's why I kind of don't fuck with it. Like I said, I like to learn my, my lessons the hard way, so I don't take no safety net. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. I'm all in, baby. 
which I want to say that I'm killing it in the bingo game. I haven't won yet, but I'm all about those bingo halls, bro. I found one down the street. It's a chill environment. There ain't no hostility, you know what I mean? You pay $10, you can win up to $1,500. Man, I'm about that life, man. I'm telling you, Nikki G's about that bingo life. But anyways, we, we off track, man. So the next one is going to be a stop limit. A stop limit is a trade above the current market price that converts an order to a limit order. Um, in other words, if you want to buy a stock after it breaches a certain resistance, you can claim that resistance point and the maximum that you're willing to pay above that point. So here's the example. Try to bear with me. So Apple is currently trading the market at 158.32. And it's known that the resistance level that we've established through our DD from last night was going to be at 158.28. So it already passed the resistance level and it starts to run up, okay? It starts to shoot up. Uh, knowing this, because we did our DD, we set a stop at 158.35. So once that limit hits 158.35, it's going to convert that order to a limit buy. And we've set our limit for around 1540 or 1550 for the example, but technically that number would be for the amount in which you are willing to pay for that particular share, if that makes sense. All right, you got a little bit of knowledge? All right, cool, man. I mean, those are the four order types that you can do on Robinhood. Those are the four things that I'm messing with daily on my phone, you know, to get that stock game up. But in the past few years, you know, I've learned that in the market world, People speak about different strategies and styles to describe what kind of trader they are or they wish to be. Um, and I'm going to touch on a few of these um, and just a few of the most popular ways that people play the market. Um, and first would be a consumer. And if you don't know what a consumer is, I guess I can give you a basic meaning, which would be you buy shit. You don't invest. You don't put your money where you should. You just buy shit. Okay, and that's a lot of people in this United States of America, this country. But but for very obvious reasons, and the most obvious reason would be that you're spending your hard-earned cash on a service or a product that will over time eventually just decrease in value. You're also not creating income, and that's like a double whammy. You're losing money, and you're also not creating any type of cash flow. So don't just be a consumer. Invest in the shit that you buy. If you buy an Apple Watch, if you have an iPhone, buy Apple stock, okay? If you use Google, buy Google stock, okay? If you eat Chipotle every day like I do, well, they're going to give me some free stock. But anyways, I'm going to go to the opposite side of the spectrum, man. And these people are called the market makers, okay? These people trade with massive, massive amounts of money. Um, definitely know what's happening and how to react to things that are happening, okay? They place such a large portion of capital that um, buying and selling a stock can dramatically change the market value of a stock, setting little swimmers to cover their fucking asses before loss. And dare I say it, some of them tempt with manipulation of stock prices. Yes, that is real. People do do that. Those are called the Wolf of Wall Streets, okay? You got to watch out for those people that know what the fuck they're doing, all right? You got to watch your own back. All right, so I think that the most popular form or type of trader would be an investor, okay? Investors are known as long-term seers. They think for the long term. They want to create wealth for their families. Uh, these traders are also known as bulls, okay? You heard of the bulls and the bears, 
Bears are short-term. Bulls are long-term, okay? Investors put money in for the long haul, okay? I'm talking 1, 5, 10, 15 years plus down the line, okay? They accumulate stock over time, and hopefully they average down on the price of that. All right, so next is the swing traders, man. Swing traders buy and sell the same stocks like investors, but they only do it within a two to five day or like a, maybe a one to two week time period. You know what I mean? They buy before big news or like a press release or they play pre-market or aftermarket to kind of anticipate the market and get a feel for what the market could be like on the next session. Or maybe they play the catalyst. They play uh, what could happen a one to two weeks down the line. Okay. So lastly, we have the day traders and the scalpers. Okay. Day traders buy and sell the same stock within a mar one market session for profit. Okay. Day traders should not take loss. They cut their loss is very quickly okay they don't take no games they want all profit okay buying low and selling high is one of the most basic rules of the market and that's what day traders live by okay day trading is exactly that and scalpers do the exact same thing except they look for small gains, multiple small gains to add up to one large gain daily, okay? So they skim right off the top. They're kind of more cautious. They don't want to stick around too long, okay? They skim off the top buying lower and then when the market is price is raised slightly, they'll just sell it to convert for a small profit, okay? And those are basically the most popular different styles of trading, all right? And now we're going to get to the straight all-stars that you guys had last week, all right? So my biggest all-star is Kara Therapeutics, man. They're currently down in the daily, the weekly, and the three-month charts, but they're up in the one month, the one year, and the overall, okay? So it's running slow now, but that's due to really no press releases or no news. We are just waiting on the phase two trials of the CR845, um, the itch, which is like early 2018. Um, but Kara's beginning the phase two trial um, with a 10 milligram dose and more patients for the hip pain after a disappointing five milligram trial that kind of plunged the stock a few months ago. I was in for that, for sure. Um, still down on that, but we're going to get up. Um, the price targets are still confirmed for $24 to $32, um, and those are all by institutions, and they also have a pivotal late-stage study um, in treating acute post-permittive pain for um, chronic kidney disease in the fourth quarter of this year, so that's that's what I'm excited for. That's that's when the holidays come, you know? Um, but that's it for Kara. We're going to go on to um, Archer Daniels Mid land which is adm that's the ticker okay um they produce agricultural commodities um they entered a collaboration with mayo clinic and they are now investigating microbial solutions to improve health and wellness um they're really focusing on maintaining a healthy body weight okay um guys this is one of the world's largest food ingredient providers okay they serve customers in over 160 countries that's crazy they have over 500 crop locations 250 ingredient manufacturing facilities 38 innovation centers and the world premier crop transportation network this is a keeper i'm on it Next one is going to be ABBV, man, Abby V. They just collabed with Roshi Holdings, okay? They're developing and delivering a drug called Venclexta, which is commercially um, going to be sold in the United States and other countries, okay? So Roshi just announced the data showing that the study made it to the primary end point, okay? This is the primary point that they were hoping for. It shows significant improvement in the times patients suffering from relapsed chronic limb phone cytic 
leukemia, okay? This is a leukemia drug. Um, they lived without progressing or they had progression-free survival when treated with this drug, okay? This drug is FDA-approved. That happened in April of last year, okay? And there are over 20,000 new cases of CLL in the United States in 2017, okay? It's the most common type of leukemia. So I'm buying, I'm holding, I'm hoping, okay? It's not just for the money. I hope that leukemia is a giant thing, and it, the word kind of scares me in general. So I'm hoping for that. Last one, man, is going to be AVEO. Um, they're focused on a development of their leading drug in North America, okay? And it's a treatment for retinal cell carcinoma okay and other cancers it's a cancer company and i again i believe in the company and i believe in the vision and i believe that they can change the world and make a difference in um in the way that we look at cancers um and they just got eu approval for a milestone of 600 million dollars in commercial opportunities okay and they move well with the market um and it's a good share price, and it's kind of easy picking. So I'm holding all four of those. We're killing it. And if you didn't already know, man, this is Nikki G here, man. Thank you so much for having me, Donnie Ray. I can't wait to be back again. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast. Add Nikki G at Goins underscore Nick 92 on Instagram. Shout out, Donnie Ray. One love. Skirt, skirt. All right, and we... <laughs> <laughs> And we back, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> and we fucking back, man. So the next topic of discussion, this is one I really wanted to talk about, because this shit fucking crazy to me. So this started off as, who is the most... Are we on this topic? Let yeah. Me, yeah. Let me I'll, sit up straight. It was like, uh, I don't know exactly how this topic started. I don't remember if it was like, who is the most talented human, because I don't know if that was... But like... Uh, we ended up coming down to uh, my nigga T Bird said that fucking Jamie Foxx was the most talented. I don't want to say the most talented human, I guess, because I feel like there probably might be. People- I think we said what we say most talented in Hollywood or something. Yeah, maybe that's what it was most talented. Yeah, that thing that was what it was. Most talented person in Hollywood. And this nigga T-Bird said Jamie Foxx. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Jamie Foxx. And I'm just not motherfucking with that. But nigga. tell him who I'm putting Jamie against. And I'm saying, nigga. A nigga with no and it, talent. And it's not, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And that's the thing. He's saying that this nigga, Will Smith, bruh. Jamie said, and, that, and that's the thing. And that was, the, like, let me just say, I wasn't, like, that wasn't the first motherfucker that came to mind. Like, I wasn't saying he was the most talented in Hollywood. But the fact that he said Jamie Foxx was the most talented, I said, hold on. Nigga, Jamie Foxx not even more talented than Will Smith. What the fuck is you on? And that's where he's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Jamie Foxx is 30 times more talented fuck than Will Fuck out of here, bruh. You want to go first, or do you want me to go first? <laughs> Nigga, let, okay, so fucking Jamie first, first and You're not fucking, allowed to talk about Jamie. You first, only can talk about nah, Will. fuck that, nigga. First <laughs> and fucking foremost, Jamie Foxx is fucking corny. <laughs> that nigga's fucking corny, it, bro. So stop. Okay, let me stop you. Is Will Smith funnier than Jamie Foxx? Yes! Oh, Shit, nigga, fresh on my fucking soul, nigga. Fresh Prince is better than motherfucking Jamie Foxx show. That's what I'm going because like they don't really make funny movies. Hitch, what what was the fun, fucking funniest movie that Jamie Foxx has been in? Been in, nigga. He ain't been in no funny movies because he's not funny, bro. He's not funny, bro. He's a real comedian. He's You're an com- actual comedian. He's not funny, and his stand-ups is trash. His that nigga's sand- not funny, what? bro. Straight from the foxhole is trash. That nigga not funny. He's cornball, bro. Jamie Foxx is not funny, bro. He's not funny. 
He's in the same boat as my fucking Mike Epps, bro. Ooh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie, Jamie Foxx is not fucking funny. Oh shit. But okay, so okay, I'll let you say Jamie Foxx. I right, nigga, not Fresh funny. Prince is funny, nigga. Is Fresh Prince funnier than the Jamie Foxx show? Yes, nigga. Jamie Foxx show was cornball, bro. <laughs> Yo, nigga Pierre, Braxton was damn near <laughs> Nigga Braxton was damn near funnier than fucking Jamie Foxx oh, on yeah, that oh, show. Yeah, 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 we gotta quit there. <laughs> that nigga we fucking Jamie Foxx right is born doing showing ball, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me go back because that nigga said something crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> this nigga said Will Smith, a nigga that never did a stand up in his life, is hey, funny. You ain't gotta Jamie do stand up to be funny, bro. This nigga said Hitch is funny. So you're not funny, bro. I, I ain't, I'm funny. Here he go, Smith. nigga. I, I'm funny, bro. And I ain't never done no motherfucking stand up. I know that for Will sure. Smith, goddamn. <laughs> so I said no. Jamie Foxx is thirty times more talented than Will Smith, and this is why I want to say it, nigga. So faculty fact time. In two thousand five, two thousand five, bro. My nigga Jamie Foxx was nominated for not one but two fucking Academy Awards. One for a movie that wasn't funny, how does it support the funny bro, argument? I'm talking talent, buddy. Boo. This is the talent Boo. Talk. It, we can go about the talent, nigga. I got facts, too. Let's I get it. it. So, Jamie Foxx is a more talented actor than Will Smith because... Because he has a fucking award, Damn, I bro. I can't get my shit. <laughs> oh, so, cuz. Oh, shitty. Jamie Foxx is more talented as an actor than Will Smith because in 2005, he, has a he was award. nominated for two awards. He was nominated for Best Actor... In Ray, and in the same fucking year, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Collateral. Now, I want you guys to think about the difference between those two roles. If you've seen Collateral and you've seen Ray, that's two totally different roles. Let me let you guys know that he actually won the Academy Award for Ray, which is he's he's the fourth nigga to win the award let me out st- of all the years they've let had. Me, Academy let me stop awards. you. These awards don't mean shit, bruh. Bro, we yeah. don't. We don't award talent. They award talent. No, bro. We don't talked about this shit. They award talent. We, we haven't talked one. about it on here, but we don't talk. Wars don't mean shit because niggas that's supposed to win Grammys don't win Grammys. I'm bro. talking about Academy Awards. I ain't talking. I'm about saying niggas Grammys. that was supposed to win Academy Award. Like you just said, Leonardo DiCaprio. You didn't just say, but Leonardo DiCaprio just fucking won a Grammy. I mean, Academy Award recently. He should have been done had one. So that don't mean shit. Them Academy Awards don't mean shit, bro. Okay, Jamie. Jamie. If I wanted to know, Jamie won Best Actor in 2005 for Ray. And he was also nominated that year for supporting actor. It don't mean nothing, bro. I'm talk. Let's talk versatility. Versatility. <laughs> versatility. Versatility. As far as the talent of acting, Jamie Foxx can go from Django to Ray to his uh, character in Collateral. My nigga Will Smith is Will Smith in every movie. <laughs> he has never had a nigga Ali, role. bro. Shut the fuck up. These niggas is wildin', bro. They biased, so that's his, bro. That's his most versatile role, Ali. Because in I'm I, saying, bro, nigga, pursuit of happiness, my nigga. Pursuit of happiness. He with his son. He's a dad. He nigga, just that was my him. What are you talking? He being Will. Here he go. He was being Will Smith. Nigga, Hitch was cold, bro. He was Will Smith giving advice yeah, on not, dating. Not, not, Y'all nigga. I am legend. He's bro, Will Smith by this himself. Nigga, bias, bro. This I robot. Will Smith with the robot. Get, this nigga just don't want to get pro. <laughs> 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 nigga, motherfucking Hancock. What was it? He was a fuck. No, nigga, Will. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this nigga, bro. <laughs> this nigga biased, man. I'm shitty. This nigga Will Smith is Will Smith in every movie. Like, I, when I watch a Will Smith movie, I can't get over the fact that, I mean, I just feel like I'm watching Will Smith. That's who I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? I'm not watching the character. Will Smith. Because you don't fuck with Will Smith. No, I fuck with Will. I'm no, you don't. Jamie just more talented. No, sirs. Now, you want to get some facts, nigga? 
Hey, before we start this, I just want to say that Law Abiding Citizen, Jamie Foxx was dope in Law Abiding Citizen. And that's not Ray. That's not Ray. That's, that's not, not Django Ray either. Yeah. That's not Django either. But Will Smith and I Robots, the same nigga in I Am Legend, and it's the same nigga in Independence Day, and it's the same nigga that wore the Jordans and the big colorful shirts and fresh press. It's the same nigga. Because that's what you want to see, bruh. No. That's like, t- these niggas, bruh, they just don't want to see fucking Will Smith for what he is, bruh. Will is Will. That's what he is. And he don't got no talent. Acting. Boo, bruh. You didn't fuck with I Am Legend, bruh. That's Will Smith. You didn't fuck with itself. The Pursuit of Happiness, bruh. That's Will Smith being the dad. He Concussion was, just, was cold, nigga. That was a... Uh, tell the truth. That weak-ass <laughs> accent, that, boy. Get the fuck out of here. That shit was uh, nominated for Academy Award. But did he win? Because my nigga won. Nigga, yeah. bro, them wars on me is nothing. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, bro. <laughs> if you trying to say that they was nominated, nigga, he was nominated for Academy Awards too. Men in Black, these <laughs> niggas fried, bro. These <laughs> niggas didn't fuck with the Men in Blacks, bro. These niggas out here lying, bro. Men in Black was Will <coughs> <Smith>. <coughs> These niggas is no. Nah, I don't. I don't agree with the Will Smith. Seven Will pounds, Smith bro. What? What is Will's most bad boys, bro? What's These niggas most- fucking tweaking, cuz. That's McDonald's movies, man. That's McDonald's. <laughs> oh. Serve a billion. Get to the corner type shit. My nigga serving real gourmet rolls. He went from Django to Ray on that ass. This nigga, man. And then he funny. And he can sing. Blame it on the... <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about the motherfucking music? We can get to the music, okay, bro. Don't, br- talk- okay, don't bring that. it up. Give me that, because I got bring- a counterattack for that. Nigga, don't that. bring it up, bro. Bring it up. Bring up so, okay. Will's little boo-boo-ass uh, Grammy. Here he going go. to Miami. Getting jiggy this with one, That's corny, though, because you, <laughs> this is, this is corny, though. That, that, you, you right, nigga. You right, that shit corny now. You right, that shit. But nigga, at the time, nigga, that shit was... That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all are fucking haters. And, like, nigga, at the time, niggas was Bumping with that shit. That shit was cold at the time. Let me, give, let me give you these. that or LL? And what the fuck does that mean, bruh? Like, that's the fucking saying. Like, niggas fuck with Lil Uzi. Now, Lil Uzi would be fucking shitball back then. He gonna be shitball later, bruh. Like, in the time he is right now, bruh. You can't okay, so. you can't hate on a nigga, bro, for what time he... Like, he has no control of what time he was in, bruh. That music suck. That's what I'm hating. Because that music sucks. Nigga, you say it, bruh, but nigga, there's a lot of other motherfuckers that don't think it sucks. So that you one person, okay, though. Okay, salute summertime. You like, bro? Yeah, so, what, like, I feel like, so you saying just because you don't like the music, that discredit? No, nigga, that don't discredit the this music, bro. That's what I'm bro. saying. Jamie got, can do it, too. Got played yes, it. No, Jamie got a Grammy. can't do it, nigga. Jamie got a Grammy, though. Nigga. He, Jay, Jamie Foxx got a Grammy, though. And so does motherfucking Will Smith, bro. He got an Oscar. Nigga, <laughs> 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 nigga, I told you I already said he don't have an Oscar. But, nigga, do fucking Jamie Foxx have a triple platinum motherfucking album? No. No. Does he have fucking two double platinum albums? No. No. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, nigga? Like Jamie you, like you want to like throw the awards around. We can do that. My nigga got more awards. He got one award, bro. He got two awards. <laughs> he got two credentials, nigga. Who? Motherfucking Jamie Foxx got one platinum, one, a double platinum album and a platinum album. My nigga Will got fucking two, three. Pl- nigga, I got the list. Hold on, man. Because Jamie got that Golden Globe, too. Nigga, fuck that, nigga. I didn't even look up that. I bet Will got some Golden Globes. Nah, Will ain't got shit on the acting tip. Nigga, you ain't got the proof, bro. He probably got a little boo-boo ass beat. You ain't got the proof, Craig. No. But I got the proof he got that Oscar and that Golden Globe. (laughs) Now, nigga, let me read off these motherfucking, uh, my nigga Will Smith's music credentials, bruh. Did y'all just hear what he said? Will Smith's music credentials. That hold a lot of weight. Bruh, if we motherfuck... That's that's what's... Cor- these niggas is corny, bruh. They trying to discredit it because he was fucking rapping in the 90s, bruh. Nah, he has no, con- he no, has no control over that, though. Yeah, I feel that. Now, let me hear the He wars, has no bro. control over that. Let me hear what he said. He has he- no control over what time he was born. I feel when, that. What fucking era he was in. He-, he was fucking running the era he was in. That's Whoa. all that matters. He should have controlled that accent he had and got there. That's all that matters, bruh. So, motherfucker, okay... 
So I'm gonna say Jamie. Jamie has two platinum albums. The unpredictable was double platinum. Talent. And intu- intuition was platinum. Talent. Now my nigga Will Smith, his album. He's the, he's the DJ. Yes, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Triple platinum. Man, his uh, album after that in the corner was gold, but his album after that, home base was platinum. Nigga, his fucking album, Big Willie style, was nine times motherfucking platinum, bro. Nine fucking times platinum, nigga. Fucking Jamie Foxx could never ever 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 do that, nigga. Nine fucking times platinum, bro. There's a lot of niggas not going nine times platinum now, nigga. Okay, but Jamie can win an Oscar. There's a lot of niggas. I don't even know if fucking Jay Z went nine times platinum, bro. Wasn't Switch on Big Willie style? No, nigga. Switch was on Switch. <laughs> these, these, these niggas corny, bro. They corny. They just try to hate. You knew goddamn well that wasn't on no big Willie. This niggas a hater, bro. That shit crazy. I don't hate Will Smith, man. I just think these Jamie niggas more is talented. haters, bro. I just think Jamie more talented. Turn it over, then hit it. Nigga, Millennium two times platinum, nigga. He has four Grammys, bro. Four. Parents just don't understand. Summertime, men in black and getting jiggy with it. You might not like them in this decade. Goddamn it, is them in the last nigga? What the years? fuck? Nigga, fucking Jamie Foxx shit was in 2005, nigga. We all must. Like 1995. Nigga, so, I was nigga, that's 10 years ago, nigga. Jamie Foxx shit was 10 motherfucking years ago. He ain't doing shit now, nigga. Just like Will Smith he ain't doing shit. No, no, just like, just like Will like Smith Tyson ain't doing shit now. That's what you wanna say. Another Oscar on the way. Another Oscar on the way. If that's just what you wanna say, because the nigga ain't doing nothing now, fucking Jamie Foxx ain't doing shit now. He that's in more movies than Will. No, he's not now. Now. Nigga, I don't what fuck, nigga. He was just in concussion, nigga. Like, bro, you right? He not doing heli motherfucker because he don't need to. That nigga, Jamie Foxx needs a break because he a broke ass dusty nigga, bro. Broke ass, weak ass nigga, bro. I need some bread, nigga. Will Smith don't need a bread. He cooling, bro. That whole ass nigga, Jamie Foxx needs the motherfucking money. Fuck that nigga, bro. On my life, that nigga not. That nigga corny, bro. I swear to God, that nigga corny, bro. Oh shit. That nigga cornball, and I'm shitty. Y'all ride with this nigga like that. Y'all ride with this nigga hard. He corny. I swear to God, he man. He's a legend. <laughs> He fucking co- If that nigga a legend and J- uh, Fucking Will Smith a legend bro Will Smith is a legend But Jamie Foxx has more talent No bro How, how so You wanna go Like nigga we going based off numbers My nigga Will Smith has more numbers bro My nigga Jamie has more awards that award talent Than awards that award What nigga so- Spins This nigga saying a fucking Grammy don't award talent He has four Grammys bro Nigga fucking He has four Grammys bro And he got a Grammy And he got an Oscar Where's Will's Oscar He don't need He got four Grammys he- he don't need the motherfucking Oscar, bro. But what Jamie can, but 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 Jamie can do what Will can't, and and fucking Will can do what Jamie can't. No, so no, like no, you no, can't Jamie say that. Oscar, no, but he don't got four of them though. You trying to say because he has one motherfucking uh, Academy Award, he better know. Okay, yeah. then motherfucker, that nigga got one fucking Grammy. So Jamie, so let me get this straight. We're done with this. This topic's over. <laughs> we agree to disagree. So this is my f- closing statement. Hell no, nah, you don't get no closing statement. <laughs> the topic was over. Oh, no, you can say something. Nah, this is what I'm gonna say. I just want you to answer these two questions. Hell, I ain't answering shit. So, you... No, because you already said it. So, you believe Will Smith is funnier than Jamie Foxx? Yes. And he's also a better actor than Jamie Foxx, correct? I fuck with his acting more, and that's what you... You fuck with Jamie Foxx acting more, so, so it's like... You, a, so, so, you, so, but you're saying Will is a better actor, right? Yes. Okay, all right. That's cool. Please tweet us at Raw and Rational. Who do you guys think is the better actor between the two? And who you guys think is the funnier person? Nigga, who got more bread, nigga? Here he go. Here go the bread argument. <laughs> who got more bread? Trump got more bread than Obama. You let me know. Who got, nigga, boo, boo. <laughs> nigga, who got more bread, bruh? That show you who motherfucking better, nigga. Because all we can go by is numbers, bruh. 
Everything but else is fucking opinion. Talent, but we was Everything talent. else is opinion. Talent is opinion. Talent ain't opinion when my nigga got the Oscar sitting on his fucking. And nigga, dresser. talent ain't opinion when my nigga got the Grammys and the uh, fucking nine time yeah, platinum albums. Too, but the, we, he we, ain't got no nine time platinum album. He ain't got four Grammys. Name a song on that album, though. Yeah, all right. What you talking about, nigga? <laughs> summertime, bro. <laughs> All right, y'all. I really want y'all to tweet us on that. Who's more talented to y'all? She it's crazy, your dog. Run with it. Is it Jamie Foxx or is she it Will Smith? Crazy. Oh no, nigga! This nigga Jamal thought he was gonna get away. Jamal. Yeah. Who's more talented between the two? In your humble opinion, <coughs> I ain't saying nothing else. He already, no he already more. said Jamie Foxx, man. Oh yeah, I, he did. I think Jamie Foxx is probably one of the most talented people that we've ever seen. Niggas is born ball, man. I'm sorry. I, he's a comedian. He's a singer. He's an actor. Like he's an act. Like he's he can do pretty much anything. So doing a fucking stand up makes you a comedian. <laughs> but I mean, I I think he's a comedian hey, because funny. like that, <laughs> I know, that, bro. Well, that's because you don't do stand up. That don't mean you uh, not that, a comedian. But that stand up special is widely regarded as funny. And nigga, so is and have you fucking what's that? Uh, there's a motherfucking. Uh, Ah, Eddie Murphy motherfucking stand-up that they swear to God is one of the best stand-ups of this. And it is boring ball. That motherfucker trash bag. All right, yeah, we moving on. That motherfucker now. trash bag is not funny, bro. It's funny in the time. It's not funny now. Hold on. And have you watched Have not you watched any motherfucking Richard Pryor stand-ups? Yes. And them niggas is not that funny, bro. <laughs> what? Yes, I said it. They're not that funny, bro. Like, it was funny back in the time, but that shit not funny to me, bro. You ever, you never seen Richard Pryor live, yeah, I've seen, live at the Sunset Yes, trip. I've seen it, bro. I watched it with my parents, and I, they was cracking up, and I was over there like... So hold on. Uh, who do you think? Like he said a couple funny things, but nigga, I wasn't rolling like niggas in the fucking audience was rolling. I wasn't rolling I like my parents was rolling. I just want to know this. So you gonna laugh at a Will Smith stand up though? I don't know. <laughs> he hasn't never done one, so I don't know. Who's your top three comedians? See, Chris Tucker, the funniest stand up nigga I know. Chris Tucker, give me two more. <clears throat> I don't really watch stand ups like that. He so lying now. Now he won't lie. I'm not lying. I don't really watch stand ups like that. Who's your top three comedians though? Dave Chappelle would be in there. So you got Chris Tucker, Dave Chappelle, and Will Smith. Nigga, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this shit, and that's crazy. This shit not even fair. I got two niggas ganging up on me. They both in love with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> they both in love with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> that shit funny. That shit was fun. Please tweet us at Raw Rational. Let us know who y'all think is more talented between Jamie Foxx and Will Smith. All right, man. Now moving fucking on, man. I feel like we was on ten for that, man. We the forehead sweating. <laughs> moving the fuck on, man. The next fucking topic of discussion: this weak ass nigga Kevin Durant. <laughs> <coughs> he funnier than Will. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that just fucking that discredits everything these niggas fucking think, man. All right, but yeah, but about Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, brazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe these niggas, man. Well, fucking moving on, Kevin Durant, man. So this, this weak ass nigga, man. That's that's your man's, ain't it? Since you play for your squad, that's your man's. I'm glad he's on the Warriors, but I I've never really been a KD fan, but I don't dislike KD. KD is not. he doesn't really like Kevin Durant is a very, 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 very good basketball player, but as far as his personality, I don't really know who Kevin Durant is. He doesn't know who Kevin Durant is. Exactly. And that is kind of what stems from all this. Mm-hmm. I like even though like with all this happening, like I think this is like 
this is actually a deep rooted like personality issue yeah, that he has. Yes. Like, can you imagine? Like, he identity was um, he was six three when he was in fifth grade. Can you imagine being that tall amongst your peers when you were like that? In and like, granted, we think about that stuff now as like being tall is cool. Like, I everybody wants to be tall, but when you're younger, people will make fun of you for that. Yeah. And like. Maybe playing basketball was the only thing that he had to feel normal. Actually, actually make him feel all right. Boo! I don't believe that. Who gonna make fun of a nigga for being tall? That's boring. (laughs) Because he's six three as an eleven year old. That's abnormal. Nigga, I'll dunk on your ass. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said we say it's cool now, but kids don't think about that. Shit, I know I wouldn't fucking. There was tall niggas and I. I don't boo. I'm not. But that's just you though. And that's what I'm saying. And that's and we're gonna go back to nigga. That's of course. Who else is it gonna be from, nigga? Of course it's gonna be from me. I'm the one saying it. <laughs> so what you had to say about uh, KD though, man? Fucking Kevin Durant, he a bitch, man. So oh this, shit. So this nigga, man. So he tweeted from his main account something that he meant to tweet <coughs> on an alleged like uh, fake account. And that's just first and foremost, that's corny as shit, bro. I agree. What the fuck are you you? Were, you a grown-ass man, bruh. <laughs> but it's because he cares, man. He cares what people think really about him. You a grown-ass man, bruh, tweeting from a fake account, bruh. That is lame as shit, bruh. That's some high school shit, bruh. I, having a fake profile, you lame, bruh. You know he has a fake Instagram, too, right? He's Because he's lame. That so nigga like, lame. He has a fake Instagram, and like he'll actually get into like comment arguments with people on Instagram. Cause he and that's enough. That just shows that he's a bitch, bro. He don't want to get into arguments on his personal fucking account because he cares what motherfuckers fuck what niggas think, bro. Yeah, it's, but he's not you, bro. No, like, but I'm saying exactly he's, that's act, what I'm saying. He's, he's right, actually frat. Like you're right. He's not me. You're right. He's not me. He a bitch. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a bitch. He's a bitch. Oh shit. So nigga, like I'm saying, so this nigga, so he tweeted from the other, or he tweeted on his main account what he meant to tweet on the fake account, and it was like. Uh, Imagine taking Russ off that team. See how bad they were. KD can't win a championship with those cats. He corny. Like, this nigga was really talking in third person, bro. Like, he was talking about a different a, nigga, bro. What's he on, You was bro? talking about yourself, bro. You were just, like they say, K- KD can't win with those Bitch, you're talking about yourself. You're corny. Like, what? I would feel corny talking like that, bro. Well, what you feel corny typing that, bro? Well, here's the thing about that. I like, feel corn. The corn. funnier thing about that is, is he didn't, like, he didn't type... <laughs> He didn't take on, like, a different personality. All he did was change the profile, and he still talked like Kevin Durant. I guarantee you Kevin Durant calls people cats. He's corny. Like, he calls a group of people that he sees yeah. in the distance. Hey, look, you see those cats over there? Let's go, <laughs> let's, go ball, let's go ball with them, man. Like, that sounds like Kevin Durant to me. Like, he didn't really change personalities. He just changed the Twitter account. He's just weird. He's weird to me. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand him, and I don't really need to understand him. But I'm just a fan of his game because off the court. that. That's seriously. It. That's like, all I know him though. You know, I don't know that nigga off yeah. the court. So and then and then that leaves me like this nigga. Like he really soft and really a bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like that nigga. That nigga Kevin Durant soft. So he was like, I know y'all seen on like the YouTube comment he made. He was like, mm-hmm. off my stature. I play basketball. I got acne. I grew up with nothing, uh, and still I'm still figuring myself out in my late 20s. I slide in DMs. I make fun of my friends. I drink beers and play Xbox. I'm closer to you than you think. 
Nah. My nigga, you sound like a motherfucking <laughs> bitch. Like, that's what I... Like, bruh. That shit's soft, bruh. You like... I, niggas is soft, bruh. He... And, like, this would not be a problem if he didn't act like he didn't care so much about what people think. Like, he's... Now, he's actually said before that he's envious of how Russ is developed and how, like, Russ knows who he is and how yeah. Russ is so individually Russ that he's envious of that. But don't say that you don't care what people think about you when you really do and you have yeah. several ghost accounts to show that you do care. It's just it's just lame, dude. Like, okay, Hello, you're man. still trying to find yourself. Do that, but, like, don't try to front like you don't care or like you actually know who you are and you know what you want to do and all How this How old is this stuff. nigga, bro? He's, he just turned 29. And you talking about you trying to find yourself, bro? Ain't no time on that, though. That's, That's a different conversation because that shit whack, bro. If you have, if you about to be thirty, bro, and you ain't found yourself, bro, you like that shit corny, bro. All niggas getting older, but they don't grow up. Just another reason why he a bitch. Oh shit! <laughs> like you just lame, bro. You. Like, I'm sorry, that shit just lame, bruh. You 30, bruh, you don't know yourself, bruh. What you mean, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> that shit lame, bruh. That's really all we got to say about that, bro. Like, that shit's just lame. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga don't know himself. He fucking 29 years old. That shit lame, bruh. He ain't had bro. no time to, though. What you mean, bro? <laughs> he, had 20, he had 29 years. Hey, but, like, that's, that's, the thing. that's the thing about it, though, bro. Like, all he's been doing is hooping. That's, that's what I was going to say. All he's been doing is hooping. Nigga, that's life. what you are, bro. You a hooper, bro. He don't like but that. Like, he you don't, don't like hooping? No, but he bro, don't like that's how he's He's do. a human being. Like, right, you are just a robot that Like, hoops. you are not just Don, the podcast maker, the rapper. You are Don, like, you are an individual that you have, like, goals and aspirations, and you also do other things you don't have than goals. just your job. <laughs> so I'm confused. Like, I don't get it, bro. What do you mean you're trying to find yourself? What are you, what are you trying to find, bro? You're trying to find... You're Kevin Durant. You play basketball, man. <laughs> He's not going to be able to play basketball his whole life, bro. Right. What did you like before basketball, bro? He's he, been maybe, playing basketball maybe, since he's a baby. Maybe he don't know and that, And he just bro. said, I'm closer to you than you think. Nigga, you're not close to me, nigga, if you don't know what the fuck you like, bro. <laughs> you know nothing like me, bruh. <laughs> I ain't never met you, cuz. <laughs> oh, this nigga popped. <laughs> this nigga down there slizz. <laughs> I ain't never met you, bro. <coughs> that shit fried to me. I just don't understand, bruh. I guess. I guess it just goes down to nigga. I'm a more more confident nigga, and it's crazy though. Like I don't get it, bro. Basketball's not everything though. We put sports on such a high pedestal, mm-hmm. but it's like, bro, that doesn't. It's not the answer to life and happiness. But like, it is. It's the answer to my happiness, bro. If I have, <laughs> <laughs> but that, if, I, <laughs> if I had, how much money is this nigga making, bro? A lot. If, <laughs> he's making it. He making it. Right, he making at least one hundred fifty million, bro. What the fuck else do you? What is? What I don't. That's not everything, dog. I don't know, no, bro. That's not everything, bro. Because he ain't. Never, bro, let's switch shoes, Kevin Durant. And you would be even less happier, bro. You would be even less happier, bro. So be grateful, bro. It's not a. It's not about switching shoes, though, bro. Like people got other things that they want to do other than just hoop. Like Rashard Mendenhall, good example. Rashard Mendenhall is the writer for the HBO show Ball. I know, and he's killing it. He is killing it, and that's why he quit football. Cause. 
I, he, was, he, he wasn't in love with football, Pat McAfee. He wasn't so actually in love with football. So you telling me Kevin Durant don't love basketball? He okay. loves basketball, but maybe he... You know, like, it, it's, 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 com- <laughs> it's commonly said that he really loves photography. He really likes the arts, and that's So why. he knows what the fuck he likes? I'm not... I'm confused, but, bro. What are you talking about, Kevin but Durant? But he doesn't actually get to submerse himself into that field because of basketball. Bruh, there's niggas fucking letting out mixtapes, bruh, and you telling me you can't fucking go take some photos? Fuck out of here, bruh. <laughs> That shit funny. Damian Lillard got a motherfucking album. Amon Shepard got a motherfucking album. Ron Artest was letting out albums. I'm not fucking hearing it, bruh. You just a bitch that like to complain, bruh. Man up, pussy. Oh, shit. Like, for real, bruh. And that, and that, let's just get this straight, bruh. I fuck with Kevin Durant as a motherfucking basketball player. You cold, bruh. But, like, you need to figure some shit out, bruh, because you sound corny, bruh. You sound corny, bruh. Like, if somebody tells me this story, I'm like, that nigga corny, bruh. <laughs> like, you sound corny, bruh. What are you talking about, bruh? You talking about you like pictures, but you like, what are you talking about, nigga? You just take pictures, bruh. What are you talking about? You like playing basketball, play basketball. What, like, like, you, like you fucking looking for a deeper meaning to shit, bruh. Like, there's, what is, bruh, there is no deeper meaning, bruh. You like what you like, nigga, do it, bruh. That's it, bruh. Like, you making excuses on her time. Nigga, you could make time, bruh. If you really want to do it, make the time, bruh. You making excuses, bruh. <laughs> I'm not with it, bruh. I, I don't fuck with excuses, bruh. I really don't. I feel it. I really don't. That shit irritate me. But uh, I'm going to let this nigga breathe. <laughs> so now we on to the motherfucking fake news. And this fucking goes in with Kevin Durant, man. <laughs> Go ahead, let him know what the fake news is, T-Bird. So, yeah, Kevin Durant <laughs> said since he got caught on that fake Twitter account that <laughs> he will reimburse anyone that he tweeted on the fake handle. So all you have to do... <laughs> all you got to do is DM him, you know, show him proof that you had an interaction with his <laughs> fake page, and he said he'll break you off a little bit. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying, man. Y'all niggas, can go, <laughs> y'all niggas can go get some pay, man. Go Break you off with some, uh, some packs of gum. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, go ahead. Tweet that nigga. DM Sliding them DMs, man. If you ever had interactions with Kevin Durant's fake page. And let me know what that fake page is. Hit me up on Black on Black. Hit us up, <laughs> at, hit us up at the Ron Rational so I can flame this nigga, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to argue with his fake page. <laughs> now, man, moving on, man. So this was a topic that I fucking wanted to talk about. And it was like, uh, <clears throat> so I heard about it. Uh, there's a writer. He'd be on uh, PTI sometimes. And he'd really be on Around the Horn. And his name is Bob Ryan. And he had an article about the three-point shot and how it affected the league. And that led me to ask this question. Is the three-point shot good for the <clears throat> league? Is it good for the NBA? Now I'm just going to give a little background. The three-point shot was originally created by a guy named Abe Saperstein. Yeah, he took it back. Right. And it was created by, he was the creator of the Harlem Globetrotters and the ABL. And he uh, created this shot because he thought it gave the little man a little more power. He thought the little man was being forced out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Everything was played down low. So he thought it gave them more power, gave them something else that they could do and be affect the game. So, uh, <coughs> sounds so, good to me. Right. So, I fuck with the three point shot, but I don't fuck with the three point shot. You think it's a gimmick? Yeah, because I feel yeah. like the three point shot, everybody wants to shoot it then. Like, it's no, it's either I'm trying to dunk the ball or I'm trying to shoot a three. It's no, like, there's, I'm not going to say there's not any players that 
shoot the mid range, mm-hmm. but the mid range game has been lost. Like, like not many people shoot the mid range no more. You know what I'm saying? Like T Mac used to fucking cash that mid range. There's still some people that hit the but what what's Steph Curry known for shooting them threes, bro? Now he shoots mid range, but that's what niggas like. They want to grow up. They want to be Steph Curry shooting threes. That's what niggas want to do. They want to shoot threes. You go and fucking step on a court. Niggas out here shooting threes, bro. You go play some pickup <laughs> game. Niggas is Shoot obsessed threes. with the threes, yeah. bro. And I feel like that <clears throat> hurts the game because motherfuckers not worried about their mid-range. Motherfuckers not trying to learn no other shit. Like, you can only do so much from the three, but in that mid-range, you can get nasty with it. You can hit that motherfucking step back. I guess you can hit the step back three, but there's, like, more shit you can do with your back to the basket in mid-range. You can't put your back to the basket on no three. I guess you could, <laughs> but that's trifling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just feel like the fucking... Uh, the three, man, it also makes some games, bruh. I guess this could be another reason why it's good for the game, but it makes some games, bruh, that wouldn't even be close, makes some close because niggas is out here cashing threes. And I guess that just means you got to learn how to defend it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was reading Bob Ryan's article, and one of his arguments was <clears throat> that, okay, so you have to defend the three and you have to defend the pace. So I guess that makes it... So you have to just be better on defense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like it's like it's forcing other teams. It's forcing the league in a direction. You know what I'm saying? Like to every, be better? I don't feel like it's to force them to be better. <laughs> it's forcing motherfuckers to go smaller. Like motherfuckers was trying to mimic the motherfucking Warriors. The Warriors. And it fucking tore down the Pacers. Yeah. Niggas was yeah. talking about we're going to put the fucking Paul George at the four. And that fucking fucked us over. He didn't like it, and now we don't have Paul George. So motherfuckers are trying to play like motherfucking the Warriors, and it fucks teams up. So, I mean... Is that... Who, but whose fault is that? It's three-point shot fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, man, it lets some motherfucking bums, bro, who shouldn't even be in the motherfucking league be in the league, bro, just because they can shoot threes. Like, Fuck, ooh. Steve Novak, bro. name on it. Steve Novak, James Jones. These niggas should not be in the league. They trash, bro. But, but, but they three-point shooters, bro. <laughs> three-point three, three, three specialists. Like, no, bro, you shouldn't be able to be in the league just because you can fucking shoot a three, bro. Like, if, you're there, if the three wasn't there, you wouldn't be in the league. Period. So you don't want to reward people that are good at a certain task? No. <laughs> then, Plain and simple, no. Like, you got to be better at more than just one thing, bro. If you want to be in a National Basketball Association, bro, if you're a professional basketball player, you got to do more than just be able to shoot threes, bro. But that's kind of, that's kind of the... <coughs> like, that's damn near Kyle Corbett, bro. You be getting your ass motherfucking worked in the D. Like, bro, if he couldn't shoot threes, bro, Kyle Corbett would not be in a league, bro. You think so? Well, yeah, but he can shoot three. Exactly. That, ca- that counts. That's what I'm saying. The list bum ass niggas that shouldn't be in the league be in the league, bro. Like if he <coughs> he can't play defense, he's literally on the team because he can shoot threes, bro. But that's a and good, that's, that's a good thing because threes mean more points. And it only mean one more point, so yeah. it, ain't, it ain't really that. <laughs> it's another point that the other team. Yeah, but I'm really saying, have. but it like I just don't feel like I got fuck with the three, but I feel like it kind of hurt the game, bro, because it fucking forced niggas to want to all the. Like heli motherfuckers want to shoot threes. Oh, it's more. It's I get three points for this, so I'm a, I'm trying to become a three. No, like it's just I don't know. But I I mean that be, that becomes their fault though. Like I get like the thing with the three point shot to me is like when you extrapolate like kind of how it what it means to like the regular person. 
yeah. is like everybody should be rewarded for being being elite or being really good at a certain task. Like not everybody, even in the workforce, is good at every single thing. But you find somebody that's really good at one thing, then that you cherish them and you want them in your workforce. Fuck this specialization shit. <laughs> but that, but like that ends up being better for the whole product if you find somebody that's really good at one thing. Like, but even like the mid range isn't lost. Like. Carl it's, Anthony it's Towns, lost. Nikola Jokic, they're some of the it's best. A, it's a handful. Clay Thompson, of, like they're a very of, I'm saying I feel like there's more niggas that are known for shooting threes than there are for shooting mid-range. Well, of course, because, well, one. motherfuckers obsessed with the three. Not yeah. necessarily. It's more points, and it's it tends to be more of an efficient shot than a mid-range just because there are more people closer to the basket than away from it. But uh, also, so why would you? you so move, why would you go inside the three point line with go, more people? Your percentage goes higher though as you go forward, as you get closer towards the. In basket. theory, <laughs> in fact, not necessarily. I mean, depending on like it definitely depends on the person, but most most dang what the fuck just happened? Most people as they get closer towards the basket, their field goal percentage goes up. Not necessarily because you'll find some people that really aren't really good inside, but they're pretty good marksmen like J.R. Smith. Mm. For, that's just one person, though. For the majority of people, their percentage goes up as they get closer towards the basket. Facts. In theory. Facts. <laughs> so what's your take on this, T-Bird? Uh, I do think... First of all, what fuck my wallet at? I stole that motherfucker. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I ain't got my wallet right now, G. <laughs> we'll find that motherfucker. Yeah, we better. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think... It, I think um, it, it, I just look at for where the game is going. I look at who's watching the game, who's going to be the next superstar. It's little kids. Little kids are watching that the game is and they want to. They want to be Steph Curry. They want to yep. shoot threes. And when I go to the gym, all the kids are shooting threes. I don't think it's necessarily hurting the game. It is a gimmick shot to me because, shit, why not have a four-point shot then? Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? What's stopping us from having a four-point shot if we got a three-point shot? But, I mean, it's part of the game to exactly. me. It's part of the game to me. And it's not really destroying the game to me. I mean, if you can't shoot a three, who fall? I say it's destroying the game. <clears throat> it's say. changing the game. I don't think it's a negative thing. I'll say that. I don't think it's a negative thing. It is changing the game, but I don't, I don't really view it as a being a negative. I don't feel it as an all the way negative. I just feel like it kind of takes away from other skills of the game. That's what I feel like. Other aspects of the I game. I feel like it lets people in. I mean, when we was young, all we cared about was dunking. Who can dunk? Vince Carter and all them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that Steph Curry wouldn't survive in that type of NBA. Uh, Here he go. <clears throat> oh, I, I ain't got nothing. Nah, you got something to say. You think you think okay, if there was no three point shot, would fucking Steph Curry still be in the league? Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the most efficient players inside the inside the three feet of the basket in the league. His percentages with layups are higher than Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving and some of the other point guards that we think are better finishers. So maybe so maybe that's why they fucking be letting that nigga hit the fucking goofy layups on 2K. I'll be like, hell no. Be like, this nigga would have got that shit swatted, but he be hitting the motherfucking underhand reverse. I'm like, hell no, nah, that nigga would not have hit that. But shout out Steph Curry. You a fucking dog, bro. Yeah, I ain't hating on you. two-time MVP. I ain't, I ain't hating no, on no, you, man. Unanimous. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do what you do, man. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like go ahead and shoot that mid range a little more, Steph. Show them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show them kids these two points is worth it too, man. But a three's worth more. 
Hey, that's but, the gimmick. But then again, it. like Clay Thompson, very good mid range shooter. Right, that's, that's he really he works right like now. He, in the mid range. I get, I'll give it to him. He's more of a mid range shooter. He's one of the higher mid range shooters, yeah. more more known mid range shooters because he he cashed with that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He fucking game the Pacers with that motherfucking mid range. And and uh, another young kid, Devin Booker, really good for mid range. My nigga, he's great. Could have been a Pacer. Could have been a Pacer. Shit brazy, but no. Let's move on to the last topic. Ding it, ding it, ding. This motherfucking FBI investigations, man. We stood up to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just give a little background information real quick. So the FBI is like um, fucking. FBI. They haven't. They haven't legally. I said legally. They haven't charged <coughs> any of these teams yet. The motherfuckers is losing their job right. already. Mm-hmm. They haven't charged any of these teams yet, but it's coming. They're still doing an investigation. But I'll just give a little background information. So uh, some of the people that are uh, going to be t- – actually, they have charged some people, like uh, James Gatto. He's a uh, Adidas marketing director. Mm-hmm. Merle Cole. Some of the assistant coaches. He's a former Clemson player. Uh, Moon and Sue. Uh, Chuck he- Person. He's, right, they Cri- said he might be facing eight years. Christian Dawkins, Jonathan Augustine, uh, director of uh, AAU team, one family. Uh, but basically, like, so these coaches and stuff. A lot, actually, a lot. I, when I was doing my research, a lot of this stuff, the coaches didn't really have. Well, the assistant coaches, like most people, when they hear this, they think uh, players getting money. Mm-hmm. They don't. And like a lot of this stuff, like like two cases, two or three cases. So Louisville. Uh, they paid a hundred thousand dollars to Bowen. I don't even know who that <laughs> is to get him to commit. And then um, they gave him a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. And then Miami, they paid a hundred fifty thousand to Nasir Little to sign. But there's like twelve or thirteen teams: Arizona, uh, USC, Auburn. O- Oklahoma, Auburn. Um, what else? Alabama's about to be one. Right, Uh-oh. U.S. or say USC, Oklahoma State, and there's these other teams, and they weren't uh, necessarily paying. They weren't paying the players like uh, Miami and uh, Louisville did. But what they were doing is they were the coaches were getting money from these people like uh, Mooney Sue, and he was the founder of Princeton Capital, and it's an investment service. And um, like James Gatto and the marketing directors, and they were getting this money. So they could convince the players to like sign with Adidas, mm-hmm. to like sign with this investment company. So it's not so much like everybody hears this and they think, oh, the players are getting the money. Now some of the players were getting money, but most of this investment, yeah, right. Most of this investigation is off the coaches getting money to persuade players to, to come play for their program. The, yeah, play for this program, sign sign this investment firm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that just leads to the conversation: Is this wrong? Let me start by saying it's only wrong to one motherfucking organization, and that organization is the NCAA. Because they just want control over everything. They want to be everybody's owner. This is the beginning of the end of the NCAA, and in 10 years we won't even need their ass because conferences will be bigger than them. They'll be able to handle shit on their own. And what they say is they're trying to uh, support and keep up amateurism. No, like, they're being greedy. And that's what they don't want. They want the amateur game. And like you said, and that makes it like greedy. So, okay. So, you want niggas to not be getting money from this shit. So, you're making 
this fucking university is making hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. off these amateur players. Mm-hmm. Right, but they can't And they can't get no that. cut of it. And then I hate the motherfucking argument. They're getting a free education, bro. Fuck that education, bro. We if go I can, to school to get paid. And then it's like there's hella motherfuckers that still get a free education and they're not playing basketball, bro. There's right, other there's right. other scholarships, bro. So, you're telling me just because I play sports, I can't get paid? And like and a lot of times with these sports teams, they can't even get jobs, bro. They don't have time to get a job. Right. But this motherfucker on this, is their job. Right. This motherfucker on this scholarship, he can go get a job and make money, but I can't go get a job because I'm on a, a basketball scholarship and I got to fucking go to practice every day. Like, you know, fucking... Uh, How often did y'all have practice? That's what I was about to say. You know the practice at Hanover D3 mm-hmm. was fucking... Like, that's a big commitment. That's one of the reasons why I stopped. Mm-hmm. What, what Just imagine a fucking D1 school. What was y'all schedule? Bruh. My well, I don't I don't really rem- uh, know what Jamal's schedule was because we wasn't there. Well, we was there at the same time, but I wasn't playing when he was playing. But nigga, we was we had to fucking we had to go to breakfast. Mm-hmm. At what time? Fucking like what like, before your class? Yeah, I was about to say usually so seven. Six. Yeah, so you had to go to breakfast. You had to go to breakfast. Yeah, you had to go to breakfast, and then you had to go to class, and then after class we had like film at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then we had practice from like four to six, and I, I damn near feel like after practice. No, we had to go to dinner after practice, and mm-hmm. then the, like you had the rest of the night to yourself. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes, bro, like in the off season, bro, we had motherfucking weights in the morning, bro. At what mm-hmm. time? Five. Ugh. Dumbass early, bro. And then every day. Did, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, yeah, Monday through Friday, bro. And then and I did fuck with the off season though. I fucked with the you off season. With it. Yeah, cause like they that I fucked with the off season, but. Um, but like that shit was just you didn't a, have class though, right? And that shit was just a big ass commitment, bro. And it's like, did you I play could, all four years? Mm-hmm. And I could just imagine them niggas like, like a D one, like Alabama, yeah, where y'all striving for big boy excellence. And, and them niggas, they have study, ta- they have study tables and shit. And D one, we yeah. didn't have study tables. Oh damn! And see, here's the thing about Division one athletics is, you, so they they'll give you the, well, you get a free education and. The players should. I hate cha- that the players argument. should cherish the opportunity that they're getting, <laughs> but some some of those players don't even get to major in what they're really interested in. Like you, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, what happened in North Carolina when they won their national championship, but they had like interviewed like Rashad McCants, right? He was and all of those other guys on that championship team, and he was like, "Yeah, I." I mean, we had classes, but I wouldn't write any of the papers. I didn't actually have to go to class. So, like, that's so, like, you're giving them a free education, but you're actually robbing them of that education at the same time because you're not allowing them to actually be students because you want them for your program. Mm -hmm. And, like, for some football programs, like, I remember Andrew Luck at Stanford, obviously, he was architectural engineering, Mm -hmm. and he would have to miss some practices because of that. Now, granted, Stanford is a great institution. And uh, David Shaw's running a great program there. But, like, that wouldn't happen at Alabama. I, Hell, I guarantee so, a, a kid that was in, interested in business management or something like that, I guarantee you Nick Saban's not letting him skip a practice to go to class. That's <laughs> crazy. That he, and he won't, though. That's not going down there. Exactly. And that's, and that's where – that's how they take advantage of these players. And that's why this is such a big problem is you lead these players in a certain direction, but – and you tell them that you're gonna it's pimping, that bro. that you have their back when they go to the league and all this other stuff, but 
like anything can happen and that's why you see these athletes taking out insurance policies and all this other stuff because nothing's guaranteed and you definitely can't make any money off of your name in the NCAA like I remember as soon as Johnny Menzel got drafted um, the NCAA was still selling online it, it, it would say Johnny Manziel, Texas A&M jersey, but Johnny Manziel could not profit off of that's the money crazy. that was earned off the selling of those jerseys. And that's why, like, when everything happened with Ohio State with Jim Trestle and Terrell Pryor and the tattoos and everything, I was like, so what, man? Like, like, so what? Just let the kids, like, actually profit off the work that they put in because that's mm-hmm. a full-time job. Yep. You are committing all of your time yeah. and absolutely all of your talent to a program that you don't get it's to ma- make any money off of. And, the, I, and that's messed up to me. What's really messed up is the amount of money they're making off the kids. Yeah. Like, we're not talking $100,000. we are we are not talking a couple million. We're talking hundreds, hundreds of, millions of millions of dollars. Close to a billion, bro. Like, some, who's the fuck could say Alabama not making billions of dollars, right? Bro? Who's to say that shit? Who's, that's I, all they got down in that damn right. state. And, like, fucking Texas, bro, even though they're not cold, but, like, Texas is a fucking football state, bro. Mm-hmm. Who's the fucking say Texas not making a motherfucking billion dollars a year off these niggas? And, like, like the co- the coaches that run these pro like, Nick Saban is going to earn $11 million this year. That's right. crazy. So, right. Nick Saban himself, just his salary is going to make $11 million this year. This is without going to the national championship. This is without... Any of that. Like, he's going to earn $11 million. You know what his starting quarterback's going to get? Zero dollars, <laughs> and he's going to get a pat on the back. And a free And he's going to, like, a free meal plan. He's going to get that quote. He's going to get that quote-unquote free education. And they're just going to be like, yep, there you go. You <laughs> might be hurting on the weekends for food. But at least you're lucky enough to be playing for the Crimson Tide. And even on top of that, they meal plans, bro. They give them, like, basic meal plans. It's not like they can get... Fucking unlimited food. Because, yeah. like, nigga, fucking Jimmy, bro, he was telling me about some of that shit, bro. Like, them niggas still be broke, bro. He played at Ball yeah. State, Ball State D1. Like, them niggas still be broke, bro. Yeah. They still be trying to hustle, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like... This is the beginning of the end of the NCAA. Shit, wow, man. And I, th- I don't know how it's going to work for NFL, but NBA talent... They're going to start realizing, I don't even need this. Let me sit out a year, work on my game, then try out for the G League or just try out for the draft. That's what the number one – so the number one uh, center Mm -hmm. for this uh, class for 2018, he's not playing in college. He's he's just going to prepare for the NBA draft. Why not? But then I also – so how is he going to prepare, though? Because I feel like – He's going to train. Get a trainer. But, yeah, but training is all fine and good, but I need you to be playing. Which, understood – but I mean, whatever. Like, and this is why I take. Was the competition? I, and this is why I support like what Ben Simmons did at LSU. Like, as soon as Ben Simmons got done with the basketball season, he was like, "All right, I'll I'll see y'all later." Like, because y'all not about to take advantage of me. I'm not about to go to class if I don't need to. Y'all right. gonna use me? I'm gonna use you. Right. So I get this full ride. I'll play basketball season for you. Like y'all probably not gonna be good enough, and we probably won't go to the tournament. Mm-hmm. But like as soon as as soon as the regular season over, I'll see y'all later. I gotta get ready for the draft because I'm going to I'll, the NBA. I'm I'm going to the NBA. I don't need class. <laughs> I, I go take class when I'm retired from the NBA. Like I don't need right, class school. now. Right. This is I'm a, about to go train and get ready to ball. I leave me to ask. Are the fucking Sixers gonna be cold this year? If they can stay healthy, they'll be all right. I don't think they'll be a playoff team. They probably won't be. Yeah, they probably. Is ben won't be Simmons a gonna, team. is he gonna be starting? Uh, like, yeah. is he start? Like, he's who's gonna, starting is, point guard? Is he healthy for this mm-hmm. year? Fultz. Fultz. Who's, who, but who's really gonna be running point guard? Fultz or Fultz? Ben? Ben. 
They already said Simmons is going to be the point guard. So Fultz is running the two? No. It's, so it's, so the lineup so the lineup is Fultz, uh, J.J. Redick, Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> J.J. fucking Redick, get him out of here. <laughs> uh, Robert Covington and Joel Embiid. Hey, I heard fucking Covington Denver going to lose his spot. To who? Simmons. Well, they're both starting though, right now. Right now, they're yeah, both starting. Yeah, right now. But I, <laughs> like, I, I really, I really read that, bro. They said fucking. Uh, it's like Robert Covington might not fucking really have the impact like he's been having the past couple years, and he's injury prone anyway. Yeah. So man, let's just we're gonna have to see how shit runs out. But you know what I'm saying? This fucking episode eight. Episode 8 of Ron Rational. Ron Welcome Ryan to October. Welcome right. to, right, October 1st, man. The year's almost <laughs> up, y'all. Right, we got a little heated on this episode. <laughs> it was fun, though. Right, it was fun. We got a little hype, but it's all... We got to keep it raw. All right, you know what I'm saying. But please, follow the Twitter at Ron Rational. Tell your friends to follow the Twitter. Interact with us, man. This is for y'all. This ain't for us. Right, we're going to be more active on that motherfucker. But well, that's right. Follow us on Ron Rational. Follow me on. Follow me uh, at Black on Black. Fuck, I stuttered. At Black on Black. Follow my nigga T Bird. T Bird Nueva. Go ahead, follow that Wild Nueva Twitter on Instagram. too. Instagram, yes sir. Please what, follow Wild Nueva. What's on that? Instagram. Act two, scene, act two, act, act one, scene act, two. Act one, scene two. Yeah, we on it. Y'all better stay alert. Right. Stay with it. I seen the uh, rough draft of the site is coming. Coming. Hey y'all. But for real though, y'all gotta make sure y'all stay up on this Nueva gear, man. Cause Please. my man got some real, he got some real tough materials coming at y'all soon. Okay, coming at y'all okay. niggas' neck. <laughs> so this episode, a raw rational. We, we out. We out this bitch. <laughs>